0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Doug Show. My name is Doug Huntington. And in this episode, we get an update from Christy. So we've made it through six months of the year on the, I think we're calling it the uh, case study growth trifecta. Maybe I mixed up the words there, but we've been getting updates all year and traffic's up a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about the Google update and the aftermath and what happened with Christie's site. She also crossed over the $53,000 mark, which is pretty cool for the year, year to date, which is very impressive. And we'll back into how we arrived at that number as well. And just get a couple little updates. We'll talk some analytics and just hear how things are going. Before we get to it, I wanna thank our sponsor, Ezoic. I've been working with them for a few years and they have a product called Leap. It helps your website load faster and get green and core web vitals. And the cool thing with Ezoic is there's no page view minimum. So even if you just started your site, you can get started using Ezoic and use their tools like Leap. And then you're fully integrated uh, when you start getting more traffic and you could just grow along with Ezoic. So thanks a lot to Ezoic. Really appreciate their sponsorship. And let's bring on Christy. How's it going today?
1: Hey, Doug, how's it going?
0: really good you know we're in the the summertime and um it has been raining a little bit more around here which is nice because it's been really dry for the last couple summers but how is it up in uh the montana area
1: uh well june was very wet um you may have heard that yellowstone national park got closed and everyone got evacuated so that happened in june and uh yeah all but one entrance back open though i think now so right getting better
0: Yeah. It was crazy to see that. I know Mm -hmm. I had like some relatives say like, can you believe they closed the park? But when I looked at some of the images and stuff, I was like, I know where that spot is (laughs) Uh and, you know, flooded a lot of the, uh, sort of gateway towns as well. Uh, Red Lodge and Livingston and, you know, yeah, all the stuff Mm -hmm. leading up to it. And those are places where I've like spent a lot of time or like, you know, stayed overnight multiple times in those spots. So pretty crazy, yeah, but crazy. anyway, they, they got people out and it was mostly, um, it s- seems like just some property damage for the most part. Um, so.
1: Yep. We they have imp- some very large uprooted trees in the middle of the rivers, things like that. Now.
0: Yeah. And there were some crazy, uh, like houses that were right by rivers, like fell yeah. in. So
1: an entire, like old metal bridges, all of it.
0: Crazy. So anyway, but. The weather's nice there in the summer now. Uh, currently, That's there's no now. fires. It's not smoky there or anything. So, Correct. Good. Excellent. So let's get into the website stuff. Can you give us an update on where we are as far as earnings, traffic, and all that stuff uh, f- as of June?
1: Sure. So for June, the site earned uh, $6,200, and that made for the year... Um, 32,000. And what we started doing in the updates, um, I went back and updated for the year, um, started incorporating the writing retainer that I have that I got through the site, um, as a connection with a brand. So when you incorporate those, that brings June to 9,600 and the year to 53,000. So that's how earnings is doing. Traffic wise this month landed at one hundred and sixteen thousand and for the year that's six hundred thirty five thousand. And then for expenses, a little bit more reasonable this month, it was twenty four hundred. And for the year up to um twenty eight hundred. Twenty-eight thousand, sorry. I wish it was twenty eight hundred. <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs>
0: And are you recording at an airport today? What, is that a noise that I hear? That would
1: be the garbage truck behind me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just give it one second, guys. Sorry.
0: No, it'll be okay. I mean, it's, that's how the real world runs. There's garbage trucks
1: uh, It's a right holiday weekend. You. Yeah. So it's on Wednesday.
0: <laughs> that's okay. Now, one, one thing that I want to note here is we were discussing um, some of the details around the Google update. One of the topics of discussion was sessions versus users versus page views. And typically we're talking about users or sessions uh, most of the time, which for most websites, those are going to be pretty close to one another. I mean, it's going to vary and you can look when you review your own analytics, but they're going to be pretty close to each other. Now, if you have a site where the users, the visitors are visiting multiple pages, whenever they go to your site, you may have a whole lot of page views. So if you if you think about that personally, you know, if you go to a site and you're like, this is an interesting article, I want to read the next one and the next two, maybe the number of page views per user is a lot. So what's the number of page views that you just looked up for June um, on your site?
1: So when we looked into um, Mediavine's platform where they reported, I think it was like 300 300- and Thirty-seven.
0: That's right. Thousand? Yeah, yeah. I wrote it down when you told me, so that's why. Good.
1: I did not write it down, <laughs> as you can tell.
0: Yeah. So three thirty-seven as a reference point for everyone. So you're getting, you know, mo- most visitors are checking out two, three pages, um, generally. I guess that's a,
1: a internal big, links.
0: Right. <laughs> so internal links, and then yeah. you know, related posts, m- mentioned, and all that stuff. So very good overall and you did see an uptick in earnings you know when we look at the graph over here on the blog post that you wrote for us very clearly you can see a little uptick in June versus you know really the last um all the rest of the year it's higher this is the Correct. highest earning month so far
1: yeah so this is the first time for 2022 that it tipped over 6000
0: okay and i mean let's let's talk about where you, th- how you feel about the earnings, um, knowing that traffic is kind of on an uptick and we are where we are.
1: Yeah, so generally I'm happy to see it tick over 6,000. Um, it is still down about a thousand from this month last year. Um, so I think what makes me a little nervous is that when I look back to 2021, there was a significant drop in Amazon from June to July. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen again. Maybe it was one time thing, mm-hmm. um, but earnings had dropped last year. I think it was like $1,200 um, just on Amazon Got at it. the end of June. So we'll see. Um, I am encouraged that at least I'm adding new content. And so that may stem off any kind of weird summer Amazon you know, decrease because people are traveling or doing whatever they're doing. So we'll just have to see, but it is nice to see it get back over 6000 Cool. And I don't
0: think you went into expenses yet, but you are adding content and there were some other you know things in play. So can you go over the expenses?
1: Sure. So expenses, um, $2,400 this month. The big ticket items being $1,000 for my content manager who finished another 20 hours for me. Um, I had $1,200 in Upwork Writers and $200 because I had to upgrade my MailerLite email plan because we crossed 5,000 users. So good good reason to have to update. And that's uh,
0: an annual payment, I take it? Not a monthly? Yes. Okay. So you have 5,000 on there. That's pretty good. I mean, uh, that's probably Mm -hmm. a fairly significant list size for your particular niche, right?
1: I think so compared to kind of what I see from people. Um, last month we got like another 300 people, so it's usually between two and 300. So pretty good for now. Mm -hmm.
0: Awesome. And that is your main marketing channel for selling your digital products, right? Correct. Okay. Cool. So it, it pays off even though it's, you know, a couple hundred bucks that's for the whole year. And you're literally mm-hmm. using that tool to earn
1: money and it, elsewhere. Yeah. It, I think significantly adds to the value of the site where I were to sell it. You know, having an email list of a decent size is a good idea. Not that I plan on selling it, but mm-hmm. you know, it does make me feel like at least that's improving the value of the site.
0: Right. Very good. Okay. And the other areas that we could talk about are just the the work that you've accomplished in the past month. So where are we at?
1: Yeah. So for new content, another garbage truck, guys, hang in there.
0: It must be recycling, you know, save the earth and all that kind of stuff.
1: She does also recycling day in case. Everyone wants to know that. Yeah, it could, there we go.
0: it could be, yeah, it's right there. You, you are it's
1: right there. guys. For, yeah, for people that alley. can't
0: see, she's sitting like on the trash can.
1: I'm on the trash <laughs> truck guys. This is my second job. And, um, I, I love it. I love it. Okay. So for new content for June, um, basically in June, I just caught up on the, <laughs> the articles that were written, but I hadn't actually gotten around to publishing it. Um, so for the year we're at 155 new blog posts, which is pretty good. I anticipate probably by the end of July, we'll be around 200, which would be halfway through my goal. And, um, yeah, around 155. So, that's where we are for new content and then for existing content since that is related um, i did finish up adding new faqs to another 50 posts so that wrapped up 100 total posts having additional faq content added so that was good
0: very good and you have your own products. So let's talk about those mm-hmm. a little bit. And you have sort of two classes. One's sort of the low mm-hmm. cost, maybe like $10 uh, little ebooks. Yeah. And then you have a longer, uh, a couple of longer courses. So can you give us an update on those?
1: Yes. So June, I sold two of the little digital guides. And we finally, finally wrapped up the second course, which will be going live on July 6th. So, that is coming up. Um, Another thing that I tried so, I had included kind of like a site wide ad space that I had my developer build that would automatically include whatever, you know, custom graphic and link I wanted throughout the site every couple of paragraphs. And I had been using that to promote the digital guides just to see, you know, probably this whole year I've had it doing that. And I decided last month, like, I think it's really just taking over space that could be better used for regular ad real estate. So I turned that off last month and I have seen ads take up a little bit, probably also due to traffic, but um, I'm just going to leave it off for now. I would rather have ad income be up across the board than sell a couple more digital guides at the moment.
0: Okay. Especially since they're the, the low ticket yep. items, right? Okay. Okay sounds good. And I think one thing I want to talk about is some of the just analytics and stuff that we had talked about in the past. And you are now monitoring your keywords, which before um, you you just weren't. So now you have a keyword tracker and the rankings and you do a very good job looking or uh, let me rephrase that, not looking. You don't really pay attention (laughs) to the metrics and analytics which is a lesson that i actually mm-hmm. teach in the course because sometimes people they get kind of addicted to refreshing and always looking and you you really took it to heart and you almost <laughs> uh, you, you almost never look I, I think probably you see some some trends when you have a look at your earnings on media vine for example so you kind of know like you're getting traffic or you're not but when there's little changes, like you don't quite notice it. For mm-hmm. example, you're publishing new content, you're actually slowly getting more traffic. And there was a Google update and you, you're you getting more traffic, but it's so subtle that you didn't know it until I looked at your analytics. So right. first, let's talk about the SERP robot. So how was it setting that up? Pretty straightforward. Are you getting value from it?
1: Um, so I did set up a couple of... Um like automatic notifications, which are pretty easy. So I set up that I wanted to know if something left or entered the top 10. Those are the only notifications I'm getting at the moment. because so that's kind of what I care about the most. Um, I may have also set one up for if it, you know, changes positions more than X amount, but the only notifications I've been getting are like in and out of the top 10. So my question for you is, obviously, if something moves into the top 10, that's great. And I'm not really doing anything, but what do I do with that additional data when it sends me a notification? That's like, this one dropped from number eight to number 12. And I'm like, okay, good to know, I guess, but what do I do about it? Or do I do anything about it? Sure. Right. Do I just let it roll? Um, so that's kind of my question as far as, you know, do I add it to a, a list of content that I want to write or updating or, you know, do I just not not have kind of a immediate reaction to that kind of stuff.
0: There's two options. You can, <laughs> it's kind of hard, right? So here's what might happen. Here's the time where you don't take any action. And maybe when we talk through it,
1: mm-hmm. it'll
0: be clear what you should be doing. So there's a chance that it's showing a movement and maybe, there is a movement in rankings and it went from eight to 11. Mm-hmm. It could also be that it's, it goes from eight to 11 every other day, like it bounces mm-hmm. back and forth. And that is kind of normal for that keyword. Right, And in that case, if you made updates every time it jumped down, I mean, it you would see it drop down and then it moved back mm-hmm. up. I, I mean, literally like every few days. Right. So in that case, you could try to do something to it to maybe cement it in the upper position, or you could just say, yeah, you know what, this one moves around. And I don't know, you know, Google is always kind of shifting and they're trying to figure out what the searcher wants. So in the case where you've had a, very solid ranking for a long time. And then it drops down. That's a time where I would say, yeah, you could put that on the queue for your VA to Mm -hmm. make improvements, like give it a refresh, do a little more research, add more products, whatever. Mm -hmm. And maybe even bump it up to the front of the list because that one can use some help right away. And I'm not sure if there's an easy way to distinguish if it's one that is sort of cyclical and moves up Mm -hmm. and down, just sort of, you know, randomly based on Google, uh, you know, testing things, or if it's one that you really should take a look at right away. So,
1: yeah. Okay. So we're now up to like six, I think it's 630 pieces of content now. I mean, it's a lot. So I just wanted to make sure like I'm going to be getting notifications. I mean, I get them daily, right? One way or the other. And I'm just kind of like, do I put these in a folder and check them once a week and then make a little list? Do I like immediately need to open these and, you know, set someone's hair on fire about it? I'm assuming not. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And that is the thing. If it was only, you know, 50... keywords and 50 articles, then, Mm -hmm. I mean, you almost get an intuition as you look at it and you know, Mm -hmm. like, I can mess with those or leave these alone. But with 600, like it probably becomes Mm -hmm. a blur. And even if you know your content really well, that's kind of on the edge of what you can mentally sort of remember and take action on without doing other verification. Right. So,
1: And I guess, yeah, I guess my follow-up question to that is like the list that we made of the existing content to upgrade? So those hundred articles that I've already added FAQs to, does that whole project stay above whatever random thing Serp Robot tells me just left number one, or number 10, you know? Like, do I just finish that project and have those articles refreshed, add images, right? you know, update products, all that kind of stuff? Or do I keep like injecting this stuff that I get in the meantime?
0: I would, I think either way is probably fine. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction is to put the content that you're alerted that it's dropping, mm-hmm. go ahead and put that in the, you know, the front 25% so that okay. those get addressed sooner. Okay. And, you know, we had the list of a hundred, which mm-hmm. basically was the top 25% or so. And I would say you probably can go through the rest of your content if you have enough people available Mm -hmm. to just like, you know, go ahead and go through the rest of the content. Maybe they don't spend as much time. Yeah. But just so everything is touched and refreshed. And if there's something out of date, then they could fix it up. If they can add FAQs, they can do that. And then, you know, at the point like where you're at, you have hundreds of articles and Mm -hmm. probably they should all be updated or touched in right. some capacity
1: right yeah and i just think like that's probably where the most untapped potential is you know obviously i want to get through like the new content sprint but when i think about 2023 it may be focus on all the content i've got and try to get it all ranking better yeah well and
0: i think i mean i'm gonna with one of my sites, I'm in a similar kind of position where I probably will just have a couple people only mm-hmm. updating content and then have new, I mean, I, most of the time I just try to hedge and I'm mm-hmm. I'm like, both of these things are helpful. Let's just do them both. I don't know which one um, is going to have the best ROI in, in a certain right. amount of time. But like, if I'm doing both, it's moving the whole thing mm-hmm. forward. So I would, I wouldn't necessarily like stop publishing new stuff if you have more keywords available, but you could throttle it down and reallocate those resources, I
1: guess. Is there anything when you're doing the refreshes? So if I'm not going to be doing all of that myself, like if I'm not going to be the one refreshing introductions and that kind of stuff, is there anything you've seen? Like, don't touch that on an article that's doing well. Like my, my, you know, top ten articles performance wise, yeah, I'm a little worried about having anyone touch, sure, because I don't know why they're working, but something's working you know, <laughs> so I'm like, did I just not maybe not touch those
0: <laughs> i I haven't found anything that you could apply as a rule mm-hmm. and I think even if something is ranking well, it's still worthwhile like if you can add more information that would make it more Mm -hmm. helpful and you know kind of forget about the seo side but if you're thinking hey this would help the kind of person that would search for this so that said if i mean probably the intros are good like if things are ranking well Mm -hmm. like that is getting people engaged so maybe tread lightly on that part of it but you may be able to add new information that's helpful. All right. Well, on that note, I know you were wondering about having a VA work on some of the other stuff and doing the improvements. And you had a few questions about that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my thought is I now have a group of nice, engaged writers again that are all happy to take on more work. And so as I have a couple of other people kind of transitioning out, I'm just rethinking what everyone is working on and where their strengths are. And what I'm going to end up needing help with is like getting stuff into WordPress and making updates to existing articles. But then it makes me a little worried to be like, yes, here, random writer that we've known for four months here have access to all 600 of my articles that i need you to have access to in order to update them Mm -hmm. so like what is the uh the risk mitigation way to do that
0: cool okay so luckily wordpress knows that multiple people might be working on a site so they have different roles and people can you know just google the different roles for wordpress you, this is probably what I'm going to do on my site and I've done this in the past. So there's a, an editor role and an author role, which are appropriate for this activity. Mm-hmm. The editor can edit other people's, it's a higher level. So an editor can edit other people's articles.
1: Yeah. Which is and, what I need. Mean.
0: And you're a little nervous because that means they can edit all of the other articles, right? Mm -hmm. So one way that you can address this is create an author um, for that user, an author type user, and then whatever articles you want them to work on, you can change that author to the one that you just created for that VA that's helping out. Hopefully I explain that in a logical way, but basically you're just changing those posts from the existing author to whoever you want to edit them. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're concerned about losing like who it used to belong to, you can create a tag or some Mm -hmm. other identifier in there so that you know, and you can reassign them. For my sites, typically it doesn't matter who the author is. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of irrelevant, but that's something that you could play with and just make sure you're assigning the right post to the right people. And then you can reassign them um, as you go. And
1: then you just know that if someone screws something up and publishes half the articles missing, you just roll back the version. Yeah. Yeah. Delegating is hard.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, and the thing is, I mean, the, should only I mean the the other part is they can only damage the things they have access to. Mm -hmm. And they don't have I mean some people um that are newer to WordPress, they're just like, oh I can't give admin rights to some random person. Mm -hmm. But they've you know there's different there's different roles and it's made for some people to have almost no access and some people to have, you know, all the access. So um it's sort of built in and there is a little risk, but basically, yeah, you're, you're delegating and you know they're, they're going to work on it. They can only damage a certain amount of stuff and right. you can always roll it back. So,
1: so maybe what I should do is have basically add my content manager as an editor, and then she could go through and change the authors for pieces like that so that I'm not going in there and doing it. Like I trust her to do all the things. It's mm-hmm. just like once we get another level removed, it makes me a little nervous.
0: Yep that that would work totally, totally fine. Yep. Yep. And the alternative is doing everything yourself, folks, which is just not going to work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and some people, um, uh, some people do struggle. They think ah, I'm the only one that can do this thing because I'm so good at it. And I was just, I am now saying it more and more but people just they think they're better than they are like other people can do the stuff that you're doing like you're not that special
1: yeah yeah no i don't think i'm special i just um i think
0: i didn't mean you specifically
1: can be deleted on accident (laughs) that's what i think
0: yeah i mean they could be deleted on accident but you kind of i mean you're hitting like delete and trash multiple times and there's a Mm -hmm. trash can in wordpress so you could like restore from the trash can did you know Mm -hmm. that
1: no, but that's yeah. a good
0: idea. And you have you have external backups, right?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. So it's like there's if there's a mistake, it can be fixed. Yeah. So. Cool. And and unfortunately, hold on one second here. So overall there will be some things that you'll have to let go of and then delegate. Little bad things could happen, but usually They don't. So are you looking to get this going pretty soon?
1: I am. So I'm going to chat with my content manager on Friday and have her kind of talk me through which writers she feels like are at the top of the top of the pack, what they're interested in, what their strengths are. Um, I'm going to have One of them assigned to writing emails going forward, one of them assigned to writing social media going forward. So I'm going to try to kind of bring all these tasks that have been in a bunch of different places under at least one person, my content manager, and have her own a real content calendar. And yeah, just take a bit more ownership and visibility into all of that. Cool.
0: And let's see, anything else analytics wise or um, keyword tracking wise?
1: Um, The only thing is, you know, I finally had the GA4 set up as a second property that had been on my list for a little while um, for whenever they end up, you know, switching. I think it was supposed to be 2023. But anyway, so that is now done, which is good. Um, the only other thing I was going to mention that happened this month was a second free e-course that we finished. So I'll be adding that to different posts. And the goal of that is to just add people to the email list. And then the very last, um, email of that series will also promote the second course we just finished. So that is in the works as well. Cool.
0: Do you have, uh, a launch for the new course?
1: Yes. So that'll be launching over the period of about 10 days, starting July 6th. And then it'll just continue to be available. I've added it to our directory, things like that. So um, we'll also do a quarterly promotion of a course and see if we can get a few extra people every quarter. So that is the current plan. Cool. Cool. And
0: the other, other part, which I think we talked about for a, a couple months even, so you've been publishing new content and you, you were like, oh, is it working? You know, I, I'm doing all this work and I can't tell if it's working. And I said, well, why don't you just create a report? on Google analytics so that you can just track the new stuff because you have so Mm -hmm. much content. It's hard to tell where the traffic's going and if the new stuff is getting traffic. So where are we with that?
1: Yep. So I, as you know, don't like doing that stuff. Um, so I asked my developer to do it and he has created it somewhere that I am not able to see at the moment. We are chatting. (laughs) Okay. yes it exists somewhere um i can't see it so once i locate it i'll be happy to update <laughs> you in july on how it's going
0: and i think it uh well I, I looked at the analytics too and i don't see the report so i don't know where he where he put it if it's I hidden somewhere but it is it's a simple thing and I actually created a video which i shared with you. And I think you probably got it to your developer. And I mean, it's really, it's like an under 10 minute task to do the videos under 10 minutes. And I did it in real time. So, it would be, I mean, that is the value in the analytics. Sometimes it can give you data that you need to tell you, hey, mm-hmm. you're doing the right thing, like keep moving forward or this isn't working at all. I have a hunch it probably is getting some traffic and maybe it is you know, a positive thing, but you've been working on it for a few months and it would be good to have that reassurance. So hopefully.
1: Yeah. And I guess know. my follow-up question will be, even if we see that it has been having a good impact, then it means that something else existing is going down because things are relatively stagnant, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, well, maybe between that report and the SERP robot stuff, I can tell what content used to be performing. and mm-hmm. may not be now. So, yeah, it's just kind of a lot of moving pieces and I'm not always sure right, which ones to address at the moment, but... Continuing on with the new content, continuing on with, you know, the upgrades to existing content. And I mean, by next year, at least the good news is we'll have like a ton more data going into 2023. So I think we'll have a lot more to base decisions off of.
0: Right. Well, one other, you know, broader observation, which we kind of talked about it before, but it's even more apparent like this month and you're like, traffic seems to be up we did try to look to see this year versus 2021, but in 2021 you did have some analytics issues Mm -hmm. where you don't have data basically from like May until June, there's no um, reliable data that we can Mm -hmm. refer to. So it's hard to see where, where we are. Um, That said, I think traffic is up a little bit from, you know, earlier this year. I think we can clearly see that the, traffic compared to last year, I think it's probably comparable. However, earnings are down by a fairly mm-hmm. significant amount. And I think it's, you know, recession, people right. not spending as much inflation, gas is expensive, food's more expensive. So people are just maybe not spending as much or they're thinking harder before they do. So I think it's Have you that. Have been
1: hearing that from other people, like other site owners as well? That things yes. are just a little down,
0: yeah. Yeah, and you know, I can see it on um, you know ad revenue as well, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, earnings reports I mean, I are would coming be out.
1: Relieved if that yeah. was why, you know, just to know that it's not like something I should have been doing. If the state of the world means that less people are buying stuff online this year, so be it. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just want to know the like. I'm still working on the right stuff, you know, for next right. year, two years from now, like a minute for the long game. So, you know.
0: Sure. Yeah. And, and I think y- you are. I mean, it's the, there's only a few things that, you know, we can work on and you're working on the, you know, mm-hmm. good stuff that does help out. The, like the SP 500 is down like 25% year to date, um, yep. something like that. So companies are, Sort of um, being a little more careful with the marketing budget, and they're spending a little bit less. Right. And people are like, "I don't know what's going to happen." So there's just uncertainty, and you know, we haven't we haven't gone through that in several years. And mm-hmm. I didn't have websites the last time we had like a big right. sort of uh, recession. You know, so this right. makes a difference. And I mean, it makes sense to me um, that people are spending less. And
1: yeah, you know, it does me too. Not. Yeah. You know, I'm just like when I started the site, I was spending a lot more time on like Facebook groups about affiliate marketing and like I was in the world more about that. And then I kind of don't really spend time that way now. So I'm just like not hearing whether like probably the same stuff that you're hearing because you talk to folks all the time Mm -hmm. so i'm just out here being like is it just my site you guys or what (laughs) so you know hmm?
0: yeah well and to be fair i don't spend time in the facebook groups or have as many i mean i talk Mm -hmm. to people for the shows and stuff but Mm -hmm. yeah just the normal chatter um in general and then i know you know just talking to other people like
1: logically Yes. Seems likely.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like um, and we were chatting a little bit before, but if you if you like look at the stock market and then there's I mean, I try not to spend time on social media, but you still see stuff mm-hmm. occasionally. But it's like people people are like, Oh, you know, the stock market's a terrible place to be because it's down right now in the window of time that I'm looking at to prove my point, which is right. a really I mean, if you if you're controlling what data you period. review, yeah. you can make also, it say really you want. Also,
1: really good time to
0: buy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. So it's certainly complex. There's a lot of variables, yeah. but you know, if you're adding content, your traffic is going up. Which one thing we should talk about is you know we had the Google Core update for May mm-hmm. 2022. It rolled out for you know two three weeks starting on May 23rd, and your you. Uh, number one, you didn't even know it was going on, right? Did you even hear about it?
1: I don't track that stuff, Doug. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you had um, a little bit of an uptick. And then towards mm-hmm. the end of the rollout period, you actually had a pretty big jump, maybe something like a 20% jump in traffic for about three days.
1: Yeah. So like it, yeah, June 10th to 12th or something was very good.
0: Cool. And as the update finished the rollout and things went back to normal you actually ended up with more traffic than before but like I said it was so subtle you didn't even notice mm-hmm. it but your traffic's up by like 10 percent so congratulations trust you. yeah
1: trust you. I, I'm glad it did demolish me that's that's where my happiness stems from but.
0: and you you know I, we don't know where the traffic's going is it the new post is it the older post but When I looked at the data, yeah, it's clear. It's small sample size that we have for a few weeks. We can see Mm -hmm. traffic's up 10% um, from a page view perspective.
1: Yep. Awesome. Well, and the other thing I couldn't remember when I was looking at the data for like last July going down, I couldn't remember if there were any Amazon updates last year. I know there were some big ones in 2020, but then I also couldn't remember like last year if there were any commission drops or anything like that. So some of that may have been a factor last year as well. Um, to my knowledge, there haven't really been any changes this year.
0: Knock on wood. I don't think any major changes last year or this year. So yeah. it seems so, to be we'll see, fairly stable. Be mm-hmm. Yep. And, and actually that's a good thing too, to bring up. Like you do have some seasonality with this particular niche, but, um, It's, it's mostly, I mean, you're, this is the uptime, right? In the summertime sort of. Okay, cool. Hopefully going into the
1: fall. hmm?
0: Yeah. Well, what, what else do you have going on? What else did we miss here?
1: I think that's, that's all the big stuff. Um, Just a lot of moving pieces. I'll feel a lot better once kind of get the new team reorg going. Um, The nice part is that I do have an awesome content manager I trust her to do her job. She causes me no trouble at all. Um, and she has a lot, of, a lot of good writers that she trusts now as well. So I'm hoping it's a win-win for everybody. They get some more work and um, we kind of get things a little bit more efficient on my side. So that will be good.
0: Cool. And I think, you know, once you get people working on improving uh, the old content, because were you doing that yourself the whole time then?
1: So I had a writer write the FAQs, but then I was putting them in. Okay. so Bit of a combo. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Once you get out of that, cause that sounds so boring. You're just copying and pasting into post. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like click to edit yep. and then save it and update or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So stop doing that. That's certainly something someone else could do. And then you'll have a lot more free time and it's uh, a very cheap way to buy time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I agree.
0: Mm -hmm. So, okay, cool. Any other questions or anything or.
1: I think that's good. Um, Yeah. I'm just going to kind of work on some of the SERP robot data and, you know, figure out if I can assign someone existing content upgrades. And if I can do that, I think that'll take a big, big piece of work off the plate. So that's where I'm headed. And you know, more new content still in the works.
0: Nice. Very good. And one thing, if you know off the top of your head, how many posts do you have total now?
1: Like 635.
0: Okay. Very good. That just
1: seems like a lot of content potential.
0: It is. Yeah. And it could could explode you know i I think
1: well just all the stuff that's not currently on page one that's sitting out there i'm like that's less work probably to try to make it better than to make new content so that seems like yeah the untapped potential of the site to me
0: yeah yeah there is i mean there's so much so much of the content out there and um yeah 635
1: that's a lot that's a lot
0: Awesome, well we'll check in with you um, next month and good luck with the course launch. Hopefully we'll have some news around that. Do you have a target number of students?
1: Um, Last time I think we sold maybe 15 on the launch. So maybe this Mm -hmm. one's priced a little bit lower. So we'll just have to see.
0: That's yeah, that'd be be pretty good because your email list is what? 20% 20% bigger than it was or 15 yeah. or something. Yeah.
1: We'll see if they're buying though, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, again, with the economy being down, you know, people might yeah. not mm-hmm. be as eager to purchase or yeah. maybe they're like, I really want to buy something At you never, yeah.
1: <laughs> you never know
0: yeah. until you, uh, you know, send out those emails. Exactly. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you next month.
1: Cool. Thanks, Doug.